0: Absolute power corrupts absolutely. Hello everyone. And welcome once again on this fine Sunday morning. Let it get it on. That's the what I'm talking about on a fine morning like today. Uh, I wouldn't say fine. It's a dreary day outside. But it's the last Sunday in June, the last Sunday In June, June 28th, 2015, will shortly be history. I am JT, AKA the Master, and always, always, let me try that again. And as always, this is the Master Plan. The number to call in is 347 637 3220. 347 637 3220 is the place to be if you want to talk to the Master or anybody else that's on there on here with me we got a chat room sitting out there for you for you if you would like to jump in that chat room and put your knowledge in there make a comment or a statement it's on you how you uh put it put it down just be careful what you put in there is what you're going to get out i guarantee you that because i don't hold my tongue and if you listen to my other my other shows that I'm on, uh the FSP Cruise Show, which is on 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time every Thursday, or the co-host that I am on on the FSP show, which is hosted by Vic Gardner, which is on 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time every Sunday, excuse me, Saturday afternoon. You know, I don't hold my tongue. Not at all. So laid down the particulars, got it all straightened out. Uh, let me bring in my uh, uh, my man. He happens to join me this morning. I think he wants to see if I'm going to take up this bet for one. And maybe his wife let him call me. And I'm not speaking out of turn because that's what he told me yesterday. I have to see if my wife is going to let me. That is what he said verbatim. So let me bring in my esteemed uh, co-host for today. I don't know if he's going to stay the whole Whole hour, but for now he's here, Mr. Vic Gardner. What's up, my man? <laughs> really,
1: you gonna, eat? you gonna put that? You gonna put that story out there? What? What? Well, I'm gonna ask
0: story? you. Well, I'm gonna ask you. Did you get your permission slip? I want to see it before you start talking. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I will cancel your show in a heartbeat.
0: <laughs> you don't want to cancel me, man. I, I'm, I'm too too entertaining. <laughs> I'm too. uh, You never know what you are going to get when when the old man jumps on the air.
1: We don't. But to be sort of, I don't need no permission slip. You know, I run things around.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. where where, where is Asia? I'll ask her if she if she concurs with that.
1: I don't know where who Azure is. I don't know who Azure is. Azure, but, uh, you
0: know what? I'm, you, you don't even go there. Don't even try to get technical on I me. Mean, you know what I'm talking about?
1: <laughs> you tell me, you tell me I should be getting people's names right. I
0: mean, jeez, my wife. Azure, yeah, Azure. Everything. Okay. I, I have to ask if she concurs with that. If your wife concurs <laughs> with what the how you how, uh, the the braggadocious you're coming out with, your chest pumping well, out that you're coming out with.
1: There are several things. Uh, again, it's seven o'clock here on the east. Coming on the west coast,
0: so mm-hmm. she
1: still sleeps. Um, but it, I don't need you no know, permission. I was saying that because she might have had plans
0: or something. You Oh, See, Beep, beep, what? beep. You're backing <laughs> up. Yeah, you're, you're backing up. You're backing Dude, up. Really. <laughs> speaking of backing up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Backing up, Yes, All sir. All I'm
1: going to tell you is you, What's that? You, you are a procrastinating loser because you didn't want to take any of my wages. I took one of yours. And the, the game isn't today, by the way. The The soccer game is Tuesday. But okay. You said you're going to make your proclamation today. Um, because on yesterday's show, Verb yes. them, as you like to like to say, um, yes. I the Germans will beat them by two goals. Or more. And, you know, I I truly, truly disagree with you, and I desired a, a Benjamin Franklin on that wager. And I'm here to see if your wife has given you permission to, you know, go into her purse since yours is empty and you have to beg her for the money. Well,. (laughs) 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 I'm
0: backing up now. No, you can't. I can't say that. Um, I'm still thinking about it. It we have oh. a long, we have an hour show. We have an hour show. Um, we can uh always um, uh, approach the subject a little later in the program um but that's one of the things that we're going to talk about we're going to talk about the women's soccer and i don't know we didn't get a chance to talk about it yesterday you know yeah. what i'm going to give you i'm going to forge you the opportunity because uh i rant and raved yesterday on your show which is the fsp show one o'clock eastern standard time i said that already but i'll say it again uh mm-hmm. you you are the host of that show and i kind of I didn't I didn't kind of take it over I just kind of like uh um well uh, not not a little over sure. was a little overbearing yesterday and uh uh we didn't get a chance to um, talk about the women's soccer so I'm gonna forge you the opportunity today mr Gardner rather than procrastinate like you say I'm doing which I am doing <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll really admit really admit that. Now, I'm not afraid to admit that.
1: (laughs) Rarely will you admit it, though. Rarely will you admit it.
0: I'll really admit this one (laughs) because I happen to be a a very huge soccer fan. Even -hmm. even though I don't watch soccer a lot, um, but I do watch matches. um, And I'm still trying to rumble around in my mind what I want to do here. But you wanted to talk about this uh, soccer game this match I should say on the pitch uh number rated uh one and two I think they're they're rated one and two if I'm not mistaken in that in the a- rankings in the World Cup, which is fine unfortunately it's not the championship if I'm not mistaken I think it's just just the semis right correct okay and that's unfortunate because I would rather see this in in the uh finals one and two versus the semis but it is what it is they happen to be in the same bracket so we get the finals match in the semi-finals match. How's that? Um, and uh, I wanted you to get your take on the uh, match that's going to take place, like you say, on Tuesday. Talk to me.
1: Well, um, I'm not a big soccer fan. I'll be straight up and down with you about it. However, I do like to watch it during um, the World Cup time. Um, Especially doing what I do for a living, you know, uh, you get to sit down with others uh, when you're doing training and stuff like that. When you get a break, and you see how into it um, everybody else is. And growing up, I didn't get into soccer. I didn't like soccer. I was more into American football. Well, um, hold up before but, before
0: you go any fur- before you go any further. Before I, and I hate wow, to interrupt really? you, but I no, no 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 i this is going to be extremely short extremely short short very short story i wanted to okay. play football when i was in high school um and i was the second oldest and the first in my male in my family wanting to w- play football my mother would not let me play football american football in high school so i opted to play and which was a good move for me because i was a better soccer player probably uh, and I played soccer in high school, and that's how I found my love for soccer. Go ahead.
1: Well, when you're five seven, it's not much you can hope for in professional football. But I had to throw that jab in there. <laughs> I, yeah, know, I know you I do. That's it. okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's okay. Um, uh, well, bottom line is uh, I grew up in D.C. where there was a huge uh, Latino influence along mm-hmm. with um, – black influence. Now it's, you know, so multicultural, cultured, that um, soccer is the dominant thing there. The D.C. United came in and and won back to back to back to back championships to where the point the MLS uh, had to um, disband the group and say, okay, you can't have all these great players on your one team. But anyway, um, I grew up uh, not liking it, but I've grown to like it over the years. And watching these women play uh, the last, what, couple World Cups, they ball. Yes. They ball, you know, and they they play just as hard, if not harder than the men, uh, to lesser crowds. Yes, soccer is great, but there's still an issue with women's equality and stuff like that when it comes to sports. But there's less pomp and circumstance for women uh, playing any sport. But this matchup, as I said yesterday, the U.S. has won two World Cups, the last one being in 1999, and the last time, or or the last World Cup, which was in 2011, uh, they lost in the finals to Japan. And Japan, I believe, just beat Canada. Uh, yesterday, if I'm not mistaken, um, no, but I got...
0: No, Japan, Japan just beat um, Australia.
1: Oh, it beat Australia. Okay, it was in Canada, but yes. Um, the, the thing is, these women can play. So when yes. the Germans take on the Americans, it's, it's no matter what it is, whether it's men's soccer, definitely in men's soccer, every place shuts down. And being in Germany during the last World Cup for both men and women, um, I got a chance to see, you know, just how uh, well, not for the last men's men's were like last year, but good for that or, or time for that. Uh, the city shut down, Mannheim, Germany, all of Germany mm-hmm. shut down
0: yep, when that.
1: they play because it is that. Good and everybody has the pride, and I I grew to have pride in uh, the American soccer team as well as the German soccer team. Of course, so that's where I was uh, where I was at the time. Bottom line is that when these ladies hit the pitch on Tuesday, it's probably going to be must see TV. As you said, one and two in the world, not just seated in this in this um, tournament, but right. in the world. Right. Oh, you know? and the the Germans are, are very very good. They are very good. They can uh, can score when they really need to score. Hence, when they were um, almost beaten by the French uh, by France, but they came back and won uh, on penalty kicks. You know, so you yeah. never count them out.
0: Yeah, they, they were yeah. tied, and they had to go to penalty kicks to decide it. Yes.
1: Yeah. But but the Mm -hmm. French had a lead on them, and America, the the U.S. team, they are explosive, and they play good defense. The problem is they can't stay consistent. If they can do that, if they can be consistent, you know, for the next three games, or two games, I should say, they'll win it all Um, because they come out with a ball of fire, a lot of energy, and they're all running up and down you know, the field doing what they do, but some passes become lazy, you know. Some passes are are not as uh, aggressive as they would be in the first half. Of course, they're tired, so on and so forth, but this matchup is going to be a very, very good matchup. Like you said, the semifinals is, is pretty much what the finals should be, but it, it's a game that Tuesday... Uh, morning, uh, I guarantee you a lot of soccer fans over here will be calling in, and and or you know tving or, or t whatever it is, and and, and DVRing, uh the match to see it. And if America wins, it'll be the front page of Sports Center or or ESPN.
0: Yeah, because, you, yeah, I can believe that.
1: I mean, you have to understand. That the pride in America and all this other stuff. Yeah, got it, got it, got it. But to beat the Germans and go to the finals for uh, you know a second time would be awesome. It will be awesome. Now, will it happen? I don't know. I, I I don't know, but I can see it happening. I really can. And uh, so much so that I know you're you're like on your hands and knees scraping, trying to figure out how do I get myself in this mess Why I open my big <laughs> mouth again against Vic because I'm a loser and Vic is a winner and, you know, I just want to give him his money because I put my foot in it. So I'm, well, my I'm uh, waiting for I, more money to come.
0: Well, let me put it this way. This game is taking place um, on Tuesday, last day of the month. Um, and i'm not exactly sure what country is this taking place in canada this is taking place in canada okay
1: yeah
0: so uh and uh, if i'm not mistaken u.s and germany have a very mat uh close record let me me, let me put it let me put it that way meaning that uh um it's pretty much of a toss of the coin who wins this because of the uh um, the uh, uh, ability and skill level of the players that match up against each other when they when they play each other. So for me to say that Germany is going to win this, I don't know if that's anti-American or not. No, 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 uh, no, no. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. don't it
1: yesterday. You got to say how you said it yesterday.
0: Just, just let me, just let me finish. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll get to that. Okay. All right. I'll get to that. I don't think it's anti-American or anything. I just think that the ability um, and the, yeah, the ability and the uh, skill level, and I'm not saying that the U.S. women's doesn't have the same skill level, but I think the Germans are rated number one for a reason, just like the U.S. is rated number two for a reason in the world. And in this environment, I think the Germans is going to come out on top. I, 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 And it's nothing against being anti-American. It has nothing to do with that. I just have a feeling. And it's like this. Anytime you get hyped up, and I've seen it time and time again. I know Vic has seen it, too, in different types of sports. Get You get hyped up, and um, you get a big hype job about one team versus the next. And um, what happens? That team that gets the big hype has a disappointing um, effort, a disappointing performance, and and um, gets, I wouldn't say gets dogged out, but lose. And I have a feeling, it's just a gut feeling, maybe it's that master feeling that I have, that this is going to be the case. US is getting hyped up a lot um, which is understandable, it's the U.S., and they've gotten to the semifinals, which is a hell of an accomplishment, but I think the proverbial buck stops here. And Mr. Gardner, come the end of this match, when Germany wins by more than two goals, or at least two goals, I'll expect to see that Mr. Benjamin heading to my PayPal. With pleasure, because I'll I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that wager. Okay.
1: All right. All right. That's all I need to (laughs) do. All that. All that. Oh, I spare my bust on the wall. Are you okay? Okay.
0: Are you okay? Are you all All right?
1: I'm about to go McHale um, on you. That's what I'm about to do. Uh, yeah, I, um, I can see
0: that. I can see that. <laughs> he, he's starting to worry me there, you know. I, I He started Greek, speaking in tongue. I didn't understand it. So, <laughs> No. Anyway.
1: Okay. I, I believe the U.S. team will win this match. However,
0: okay. Okay. in the
1: event that they don't, I don't think they're going to lose by two goals uh, at all. You. You have to think about it like this, DT. Mm-hmm. The French are a good team. I think the French mm-hmm. are ranked number three. They're not better than, than the U.S. team by far. And if the French can take it to penalty kicks and you know lose by one penalty kick, mm-hmm. the, they're, in my opinion, and based on the way both teams have been playing, the American team will not lose by two goals at all. Okay. If, if, okay. If they lose, if they lose, I really think they're going to win. But based upon what you said, you know, shooting your mouth off like you'd like to do, uh, I had to put you in a box and, and see if you're going to come out swinging because, you know, you made a lot of proclamations. The Browns are going to be 3-13. and uh, uh, uh. And a couple of other no. things you said.
0: No, I said the yeah. Browns. Did I say the Browns will be three thirteen? Did I say that? Yes,
1: you did. Yes, okay. You don't even remember okay. what you
0: said. Oh yes, I did say the thirteen. But but I wouldn't be surprised if they win four games uh, or five games. I wouldn't be surprised oh, at that because they can find But but I, I'm my 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 point was, when I made that, is that they're not going to be a very good team, at all, at all, and Mike and, well, and Mike Patin is will be fired. I predict that. He's going to be gone by the end of the next, this season, the end of the football season. Because that, that, be that owner that owner is very impatient, and he expects more than is it what's in reality, especially when they don't have a decent quarterback to, to deal with. So it is what it is.
1: Well, you know, I gave you four games. But you still chose to back away, tuck your tail between your legs, and run off and put your skirt well,
0: on. And then back off. I, I'm just being realistic that I, I predicted three games. Okay. That's what I feel that yeah. they're, they're, they're going to win uh, three games. But they can easily yeah. win, win four or five. I mean, it, it, it's, it's possible. <laughs> it's, it's possible. But the Anything point, but, but it's but possible. But the point I was making was this that they're not going to be a good team. And for the most part, any of these teams that I predict are, are, that are going to have some really bad records, um, besides maybe their scheme, or either on the defensive or offensive side, they lack a quarterback. They lack a quality quarterback. And that's and, and believe it or not, that's a key. Um, not just uh, – uh, it, it, More and more, you you look at the quarterback position, and you realize that the guys on offense, whether whatever position they play, whether it's a skill position or they they're they're on linemen, and the guys on the offensive, on defensive side of the ball, in whatever position they play, key in on the quarterback. If the quarterback is playing bad, and it shows on the offense, and, and the offense isn't doing squat. The morale of that team is what the hell am I busting my ass for when this guy we, we have out there is can't lead, doesn't know what he's doing, and doesn't have the ability to do it if if he even if he knew what he was doing. That plays well, that 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 brings down the morale of a team, and that's where the coach steps in to try to keep the team on a positive note. But it's very difficult when you're supposed to have the face of the franchise. Playing and, like, any, 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 for lack of a better word, sucks.
1: Okay. I, I give you that. However, I'll, I'll take you back to a former Cleveland team that uh, went to Baltimore and had the same situation going on with them, the Baltimore Ravens, who led <laughs> by Ray Lewis, not Trent Dilfer, who was the quarterback at the time, along with Tony Banks. Um, Took that team on their shoulders to the Super Bowl and ultimately won. It. Um, okay. I'm not saying Cleveland's going to do that. I'm not saying Cleveland's going to do that. Not whatsoever, because the makeup of the teams are different. Uh, but the premise is meaning defense is what they both are predicated on, and they uh, both teams had strong defenses and a power running game. That's where Cleveland needs to uh, identify themselves are they going to be a power run team or are they going to try to throw the ball to their target (laughs) because they have they have the talent to do both but the execution of the passing game is is somewhat bad but if you give the ball to crowell give the ball to uh, those young guys and let them run and play you know field position it won't be sexy but it can be productive over the duration of a season, and I I, I think that's what they're going to do. I know that's not what oh. you want to talk about today. But, no, no, no. Uh, hey,
0: we're talking about we can talk. This is an open forum today, man. We can talk about anything. And, and um, let me let me do some revisionist history here for you. How about okay. nineteen, how about nineteen eighty five? How about two thousand and the Bears. Wait a minute. 2000. I'm trying to think what they were. 2000, uh, two, 2000 I think it's when the, um, um, it was with the uh Baltimore Ravens, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, how about 2013, 14? Like
1: that,
0: yeah. yeah. 2013 and 14. Those are historically dominant defenses that the quarterback was the manager he was a, uh, a, a, yeah, was a real manager. We're talking about, um, um. oh, my God, I can't believe, I can't believe, I cannot believe, Bears, I can't believe.
1: The Bears and Jim McMahon. Then you yes, had uh, uh, the Ravens and Trenton Trent
0: Dilfer. And Trent Dilfer. you
1: had Seattle with Russell and, Wilson. And Russell Wilson, and absolutely.
0: Would Russell, would Russell Wilson be the better of those three quarterbacks? Now, now but – all three of those defenses I just named were historically a dominant defenses which you don't have in any of these teams that have uh mediocre quarterbacks. You have maybe have pretty good defenses or very good deep very good defenses, but you don't have historically dominant defenses that can take over a game and control the game and give the um the offense, their offense, um, prime opportunities to score. You don't have that. I don't, I don't see any historically or dominant defenses that would be able to do that. And all any of these 32 teams, now you get some strong defenses, but none of these defenses are like what we're talking about in 2013, uh, 2000 or 2001, whatever it is. And 1985 don't have it. So, well, you're gonna, you, it's gonna fall on that quarterback to be able to make plays, and that quarterback is not able to make plays or makes the wrong play and puts their defense over and over and over in the wrong, wrong, uh, bad position, even though they may have a hell of a strong defense sooner or later. Uh, it's bend but don't break, it's gonna break, it's gonna break, and that's the problem. You got a lot of bad quarterbacks on teams um, that have good defenses. You got the Jets, you got the Bills, just, just off the top of my head, that have very good defenses. Like I said yesterday, top, top defenses with a quarterback that's suspect and suspect to make that wrong play. More than likely, he'll make that wrong play versus the right play. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm oh, talking about. That's why, that's why That's why I said these teams uh, in Cleveland doesn't have a bad defense. Their defense was probably, we know it was better than the offense, but the offense, especially quarterback, put them in bad situations over and over again. And quite naturally, um, you, you can't keep a pro football team offense down over and over again if your offense puts them in a bad, bad position. So um, they wind up losing game after game after game after game. Sooner or later, um, that's going to hurt um, the coaching staff. Meaning they're going to get fired and they're going to bring somebody else in.
1: JT, yeah, I, I, I'm not. I am not debating your logic. I'm not debating your logic. What I am debating, however, is that Cleveland will not have that happen to them. You think that that's going to happen? I disagree. Um, Cleveland is not going to the playoffs. But they will be markedly better than what they were last year. They will not be in, they might be, let's say, the top 15 in draft picks uh, come next draft. But I don't think they're going to be in the top five or top six um, like they were this past year. I don't see that happening. I think that um, Menzel probably won't be the starter. It's probably going to be uh, McNair, and I think McNair is a better um, classic quarterback for what they want as far as handing the ball off <laughs> and doing play action. But listen, listen to what I'm saying. I'm listening. I'm knowing, listening.
0: I just have to last. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: Knowing the receiving situation, they want some six footers and better, so they don't have a lot.
0: That's a joke they did too. Well
1: at, they did well in the draft. I will give Ray Farmer um some credit by the potential that they drafted. Now that needs to translate the potential needs to translate onto the field. Will that happen? I don't know. But when I look at how uh Cleveland is is set up, they're in a bad division to be um, you know rebuilding, so to speak, because everyone yep. in that division retools. Other than, you know, Cincinnati, they, they need to rebuild at some point. But they retool. The, the Ravens retool. The Steelers retool. Uh, Cleveland rebuilds often because the master plan, hint, hint, uh, doesn't always work. So they change it. Uh, but I have to disagree with you. I think Cleveland's going to do well. Just The same way I totally disagree with you, and this is from a fan and an analyst perspective of how bad you feel the Redstone's going to do. I know we're going to talk about it this Saturday on the FSP show, but, again, yesterday I pointed out, and you can listen to all the programs, go to spotonradios.com, and you can click on each um, conference breakdown that we've done, the West, AFC East, West, uh, uh, South, and North, and I believe uh, AFC East is streaming right now, which you can click on either the, the West, the North, and the South. And here, every time that I mention Washington, that team playing Washington, <laughs> Jerry gave Washington a loss. A loss.
0: Yes. Yep.
1: So, you know, that, that to me, y- y- your compass is all screwed up. It really is. If you think they're going to lose to every AFC opponent, it's not going to happen. And, and I, again, I called Jerry out on this. And again, Jerry Ponet, his Gregory hind shoes, and he jumped into the, the, the truck and, and hit the reverse button. And, well, you know, anybody can get a, a squirrel and get a nut and all that. But, you know, I'm telling you, JT, just well, like you, growth comes on trees. There's a new
0: beginning. in Okay. The new beginning is this first game out. They play Miami. They're going to lose that the next not time they play. The, the next time they play an AFC game, it's in New York against the Jets. They're going to lose that. No, the not. next time they play an AFC team, it's against New England. They're going to lose that. The next not time enough. they play a, a, another AFC team, they play Buffalo in, in Washington. They're going to lose that. They played three AFC teams, three AFC teams, Miami, the Jets, or four, I'm sorry, New England, Yes, and and Buffalo. And when I say they're going to lose those, those are four, you know what? I'm saying they're going to lose all four of those games. Four AFC teams, they're going to lose them.
1: I think they also or, play another AFC team because we talked about it.
0: Uh, I'm, I'm looking I'm looking at the schedule right now. September thirteenth, okay. they play in Miami. Okay. September, October eighteenth, they play New York Jets in New York. November eighth, after a bye week, they play New England in New England. Then they last then December twentieth, they play Buffalo in DC. That's the only AFC teams that um, they play And hey, you said and they've lost They're gonna lose each one of them They're gonna, yeah, they, they play the AFC East And they're going to lose Every one of those games they play Against the AFC East Because you know. Miami has, wait a minute Miami has a very good defense New York There's has a very offense. good Wait a minute, New York has a very good defense There's Buffalo has offense. a very, very, Buffalo has a very good defense There's You know, wait a minute, wait a minute Wait a minute. When you don't have a quarterback that is reliable, that's inconsistent, that at this point you don't know if he's going to be healthy for half of the half the time against those AFC teams. But the not only not A, a sure. the only A, the only AFC team that doesn't have a dominant defense is New England, and they're not going to outscore New England in New England. So. If 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 you want if you if, and, if, if and you, you, you want to put another Benjamin on that, feel free. If you feel there froggy you, right you. now, cuz I I I'm I'm saying right now, I'm so confident of that of that than any other that we made. I'm so confident of that. So if you want to put a a Benjamin on that, feel free. Feel free. They will there. not win against any of those AFC teams. Okay. That's that's
1: our bet right there. That they will not you're saying they will not win one game against the AFC East. I'm saying they will. That's the extra hundred dollar bet. Yep. Yep. So, they, so I want you to understand this. I want you to understand this. After the first game of the season, and they beat Miami, I expect to see two hundred dollars, two hundred dollars in payout because we bet on the the Miami versus uh, Washington game, and now we're doing oh, they oh. won't be anybody in the
0: AFC East. And, so and after, and. and, and and I, I i understand that but at least if i win uh, uh against miami then uh, you know if if we win against miami then uh, then, uh, uh you're going to be uh, uh biting your nails against the jets the patriots and especially the bills which is which is the next to the last game and, and that'd be my christmas present cuz the buffalo bill um game is before uh, um the sunday before christmas hey i'm not
1: worried about that i'm not yeah. worried about that at all you, know, okay. uh, you just get ready to get him down to Chinatown. Just thank the we'll two hundred dollar donation. We'll I see. It.
0: Let me and take it. We, we, Tuesday,
1: and Tuesday, I'm gonna take yes, that sir. money from you. But I know you gotta take a break. I know you gotta
0: take a break. Don't need these guys. Thank you. For, see, you must be reading my mind. You must have been reading my mind. That's why we get along so well. That's all right. Um,
1: well, DraftKings, because I know we haven't talked about DraftKings, but that's okay. Oh
0: uh, well, well, we'll take it. We'll take it. We'll take a short break here. Um, I think I'll run two, two of these promos, and then uh, we'll come back, and then I'll let you do your DraftKings thing. Here we go. Thursday night is the right time to kick back and listen to the FSP Crew Show as they break down the weekend sports and prepare you for Thursday night football. 8 p.m. Eastern, just before the game starts. Jerry the Master Taylor hosts the show with Jeff the Joker Goldberg and Mike the Bookie Monster Wright. The three gentlemen debate and discuss a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of everything on the FSP Crew Show every Thursday night on blogtalkradio.com forward slash V-I-C-H-B-K. 8 p.m. Eastern. You can listen at spotonradio.webs.com after the show as it streams 24-7, 365, and listen to other informative programs as well. Information, motivation, variety.
1: Victor Gardner began the fantasy sports and politics brand with the idea of combining two of his passions into a radio show. He then learned that politics were 95% of sports. When you tune into the Fantasy Sports and Politics show every Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern, Mr. FSP himself, Vic Gardner, and Jerry, the master Taylor will go over the weekend sports, prep you for your upcoming fantasy games, and spark a debate politicians would love to hear. That's the FSP show every Saturday at 1 p.m. on blogtalkradio.com forward slash V I C H B K. You can listen at spotonradio.web.com after the show as it streams 24-7, 365. For other informative programs as well, information, motivation, variety.
0: Quite Nash. We are back. Uh, This is the Master Plan. I am JT. I'm joined by my esteemed co-host for for today, uh, Vic Gardner. The number to call in is 347-637-3220. Say that again? 347-637-3220. If you want to join the conversation with Vic Vic and I, uh, please do so. All right, Vic, you wanted to talk about uh, DraftKings. Do this right now.
1: Oh, well, I just wanted to let everybody know that if they go to spotonradios.com, um, DraftKings has partnered with us to uh, have some of their promotions play. Um, they have a Summer of Fun package where he's going up to $3 million. There are some free roll uh, baseball tournaments, MMA. And if you don't understand what free roll means, it's, okay, if you're a first-time um, user on the site, on DraftKings' site, you register your team or your profile, and you get an opportunity to play in one of their free games where you can win money as well as tickets. Those tickets allow you to play in big uh, big ticket or, or big money uh, tournaments. Uh, you also have the golf, uh, $3.5 million golf challenge they've got going on where you uh, spend a whole month. Trying to uh, accumulate points in a tournament, real tournament style, knockout style to uh, advance. Uh, you've got NASCAR. You have so many other opportunities to play at DraftKings.com uh, through our site. It's, it's unbelievable. There's a page for nothing but DraftKings opportunities, um, as well as we have the opportunity to give you, the listeners, and first time users. At DraftKings, a ticket. I'll give you a $3 ticket to go play on any game you want. That's the trivia. We're going to start doing trivia again to get one ticket, if you're a new user, to DraftKings and play for free. It's that simple. you got to be a new user, though. So We'll be able to hook you up and put you on your way. And I uh, want to thank DraftKings for uh, letting us be an affiliate of theirs to uh, promote their product as well as our programming. So that's all I got on DraftKings, JT. And uh, hopefully we'll be doing a lot of business with them this upcoming football season, but uh, we shall see.
0: Okay. Um, did something I wanted to say. I should have wrote it down, <clears throat> but uh, it is what it is uh, right now. Um, teams that don't have a quarterback are going to suffer this year. Let's tell you that right now. Oh, that's what I wanted to say. I had talked about this two seasons ago and going into the season, it seems like um, more and more of these teams are going to that profile. And for the reason is um, they don't have a dominant quarterback. And you had alluded to it before, Victor. And I had said since, since Seattle won the Super Bowl two, two uh, seasons ago that more and more teams were going to go and, and, and try to um, uh, fit their team into that model, meaning have a strong dominant defense uh, and run the football a lot. And that b- would be the basis of their offense and then pass when they absolutely had to pass and a lot of teams are going to do that uh or or in fact are doing that Uh, quite naturally some of these teams um uh, have to do it because the fact is they don't have a dominant quarterback uh with the exception probably of the i wouldn't say dominant but a very good quarterback with the exception of the seattle um seahawks so um, What I'm saying is this, you you mentioned the Cleveland Browns, that they're going to be running the football. They did it last year. You're right. They're going to do it some more. uh, Again, you mentioned that, I mentioned that the the Jets are going to be dominant. They've been a dominant. They've been in one of the top five running teams in all of football uh, because they don't have a dominant, uh, they don't have a uh, a real good quarterback. Very good defense. They're going to run the ball and a defensive-minded coach. Um, Same thing's going to happen with the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. They're going to run the football a lot. They got a defensive-minded coach. You see, a lot of these teams that have defensive uh, head coaches that come from a defensive coordinator or or defensive mindset are going to that conservative. And that's just just historical, that for the most part, uh, if it's a head coach that – comes from the defensive side of the ball. Defensive head coaches have to happen to be very conservative because they see what can happen to defenses when an offensive-minded coach or offensive minded team um uh constantly puts their defense in in um, harm's way so when they get the opportunity to be a head coach and they are a lot more conservative and, and figure this is the model that I want to have we're gonna run the football Try to keep the score as close as possible. Um, have my defense out on the field as as least as possible. So near the end of the game, they're a lot fresher than they are if uh, a offense uh, opens has an, has a wide open offense on the team. So um, I just named a few, but there's a lot more teams. The Atlanta Falcons are probably going to run the football a lot more because they have Dan Quinn, who's a defensive minded coach, Sean Payton. Uh, over the last few years, after they won the Super Bowl, opened the offense up, and uh, the chickens have come home to roost last year, and Drew Brees has, even though he, he 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 had a very good year, but had a real bad year in turnover ratio, especially throwing interceptions, because they were constantly running the, uh, not running the football as often as they were when they won the Super Bowl. They're going back to running the football a lot more. A lot of these teams... Are going to that model of running the football and trying to keep the defense off the field as much as possible, and having a conservative offense and not putting the quarterback, uh, putting too much on the quarterback. Because if you look at uh, the majority of teams, in in, not majority, a lot of these teams don't have, um, all-pro quarterbacks. They some of these teams have decent quarterbacks, and a lot of these teams don't have very good quarterbacks. And I can name on my hand. Right off the top of my head, the Jets, the Bills, um, the Cleveland Browns, the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, those are quarterbacks that are either inexperienced or not too good. Um, and they're gonna be running the football, plain and simple. They're gonna be running the football. So well, oh, when when you when you when you have that and 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 they, they go up against teams that have very good defenses. I have a tendency to go with the team that has a very good defense versus the team that has a shaky quarterback because of fact that te- team, that team that had the good defense is going to produce mistakes from that quarterback because it, it, it's just simple, common sense. The quarterback's not the good and the, the defense is. So in that equation, I go with the defense and the team that that that's going to go up against them. Um, I don't know how you feel about that, but that this is how it's going to go and the only reason i'm saying this is because the um leading up until uh next month when we when i start or, or or the month month after that july august when i start getting to fantasy it has a lot to do with um uh especially my running backs and how how these teams are going to approach them uh, i've hop high on running backs i've always been high on running backs not just not to make this uh, long, but I, I've always been higher running backs ever since I've been on the air. I've been higher running backs, and now it's coming around full, full circle. People are really looking at running backs before they were saying it's a quarterback league, draft quarterbacks in the first round, draft wide receivers in the first round, take your time in drafting a running back. Now people are saying, Oh, you got to draft, you got to have a stud running back, you got to have stuff running back because the teams are running the football more. I've never gone away from that philosophy. The team, I never draft a quarterback in the first round. Ever. Never, ever. Never will. So, Victor, I've laid a lot out there. Talk to me what you're thinking about my train of thought and what I've said in the past several minutes.
1: I mean, I agree with you. And uh, I would even throw in the San Francisco 49ers in that uh, group, even though I know they're going to try to make Colin Kaplan prove that he's a a pocket passer and stuff, but uh, let's be honest. Football is football because of the smash-mouth way that it's played. Mm
0: -hmm. It's not
1: because it's a throw-first-pass-second League. It was founded on the run game. The forward pass didn't get introduced into the NFL until, what, the 50s?
0: Um,
1: But the the major point that I want to make here is that – teams like uh, Buffalo that have a quarterback situation where they don't know the quarterback's going to be Cleveland, that. you're right. They are going to struggle, and they're going to have to rely on the running game, which makes it even uh, more potent that I'm going to win the bet between us because you mentioned two teams that the race have to play, and, uh, you know, I'm going to get paid. But all teams, all teams that uh, – run first and pass second, do well, and make it to the playoffs. Those that come out slinging, it, listen, Green Bay changed their philosophy a couple of years ago when they got Eddie Lacey, right? Darren Rodgers still throws the ball. He still throws it. Even when Brett Favre had, um, uh, not, is his last name Dorsey? I can't remember, uh, but uh, uh, Grant, when they had Grant. You know, Ryan Grant, they ran mm-hmm. the ball and they mm-hmm. threw secondary, but it was predicated of the run game. When Eddie Lacy came to uh, Green Bay, it was no longer let's rely on Aaron Rodgers to throw to Jordy Nelson or Greg Jennings or any of those other cats. It was hand the ball off to Eddie, let him pound it, let him soften them up so you guys have one-on-one. We can grow Cobb in there to be a change-of-pace scat back type person. James Starks is, is, a, is a break for, for Eddie and stuff like that. So the past couple years, you've seen Green Bay change their, their philosophy. New England yep. has always been a run team first, even with Brady. Listen to me, ladies and gentlemen. Unless you're getting uh, points for every pass attempt, Brady is not a stud fantasy owner, I mean fantasy player. He does well for you, but he's not a stud Fantasy player, just because his team wins a lot doesn't mean he gives you the points. You know, you have to look at what a team does. They got Garrett Brunt to smash the rock. Even Big Ben. Big Ben has a very balanced offense because Todd Hamity, for all of his court and all of his issues with his players, he has a good system that says run the ball first and hit them deep because you have an effective running game. Your boy uh, uh, Turner, North Turner, he's a set him up with the pass to run the rock. But yep. every running back he's had has gone over 1,000 yards, except last year. And he's been in the league for a very long time. You know, with Dallas, with Washington, or he's been in the league a very long time. And he runs the rock. So, you know, I too, I'm, I've i been in the past, I've you know, drafted a quarterback or two in the first round, depending on where I was in the first round. Uh, because if I if I'm at the bottom of the first round and I know I'm gonna come back around and get a running back, because all the tops are gone in the first four or five picks, I'll get a pick man like Aaron Rodgers with the no way, twelve no a twelve team lead.
0: Listen, no way, a twelve
1: team lead because I know when I come back around and pick what fifteen. I'm gonna get me a very good running back, or, or, or I'll go ahead like I'll have back-to-back picks. Oh, I know I'm getting two stud running backs because even though you might not you might not like Marshawn Lynch in the first round, Marshawn Lynch still gets you those uh, touches. And you know, a person like Jeremy Hill, you know, I'll take a reach on that, you know, to do that. But that's just me. Um, we have two well, philosophies, but we it, it's the same premise. The running back needs to be taken in the first three picks, in my opinion, if not two, or all three of your first picks, and then load up at receiver. And I've adopted Jerry's philosophy of getting a quarterback, like in the fifth or sixth round, because the numbers are very comparable. So take it away, Jerry.
0: And, 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 and this, is, this, is my, this is my philosophy, and I don't know if I'm giving away, but this is my philosophy, and, 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 and it, it's mor- morphosized uh, over last couple of years um uh because of the fact uh, of the uh, um the uh, abundance of one position that you can get in in later rounds i load up on running backs first or a combination of running backs wide receivers and i'm going to go at 5 or 6 maybe 7th round deep of doing that before i jump in to get a quarterback because there's 32 quarterbacks in the league, okay? There's 32 quarterbacks in the league. and I can guarantee you, if you get to the eighth, ninth, and even possible tenth round, you can get a quality quarterback and a quarterback that's going to be a not a health concern, meaning that you don't think he he, he from, from one year to the next he's durable enough that he's not going to get hurt. So in reality, this is what you need in eighth or ninth, maybe 10th round. You get that quarterback. Okay. Now you've loaded up for the first seven rounds on the best available running back wide receiver. And maybe, maybe a tight end because I've waited later than I get my quarterback to get my tight end. But, the two high position skill positions that I see that you absolutely need that are, that are two of, at least maybe three in some leagues are running backs and wide receivers. You get the best possible ones that you think are going to get the most points. And that quarterback to me is, is, is an afterthought to me. It's an afterthought because you're going to get some points from that quarterback, you're not going to get a uh, a quarterback that is like a uh uh gives you 5 maybe 10 points. You're going to get a quarterback that's going to give you 15 to 20 maybe somewhere in that range, which is good for a quarterback because without having an elite quarterback, but you're going to make up the points with a running back and wide receivers that you picked up. What cuz because some some of your some of your fellow members in the league are going to pick up uh, uh, quarterbacks or going uh, and, and trying to get that elite quarterback, which is going to leave at least one, maybe two, maybe three other running backs and wide receivers because those members, usually they, they make a run. One picks a quarterback, then somebody panics. Another one takes a quarterback. Somebody packs panics behind that. Another one takes a quarterback. Well, you're sitting back and looking at this. And saying, well, this running back's available or this wide receiver is available. I can pick them up. And now they're now that that person who picked up a quarterback in that round, whether it's first, second, third, or whatever round, now has to scramble and only getting scraps from the quarterback. I mean, only getting scraps from the running back and wide receiver positions because you're picking up the better ones because they picked up the quarterback. And then you wait. I've gotten Ben Roxenberger in in the ninth and tenth round. I've gotten Carson Palmer and believe me, Bruce Arian used to coach Ben Roethlisberger, brought that same offense to Arizona. A lot of people think Carson Palmer's an afterthought. Carson Palmer, when he's healthy in that offense, especially with their defense, is going to be a hell of a find in the 10th and 11th round. I guarantee you can get him there. Those type of quarterbacks, you got to look at what, what the offensive philosophy is and you can get them late in the late rounds. So, um, JP, the quarterback quarterback position is not a really important position for me.
1: I, I just gotta tell you that um, I don't think you're gonna get Ben that late this this year. You might get Carson. Well, no, late.
0: absolutely not, because everybody caught up to what I was saying.
1: Well, well, that's what I'm saying. That you have to find that player this year. I think that player and. He shouldn't be, but I think it will be Nick Foles. That player this year is going to be Nick Foles because why? He's in a run first system, but look at what tools he just got. You got to look at the tools he just got to work with. And he's a more accurate passer than Bradford is or any other quarterback in that league. But like you said, uh, in August, you're going to have this information on the show. Yes. Yes. And. Jerry's going to provide us his information along with me and a few other of our network uh, uh, associates. We're going to post this at spotonradios.com, our projections. And we're going to put them up there throughout the entire season so we can go, hey, remember when I put them here? Go to the site, look at it, and this is the reason why I had him here. Those projections are coming very, very, very soon, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Yes, they are.
1: Uh, yes, they are. Our, once we finish our divisional information, we'll have something for that as well. Uh, we have that stream, but our our written information is coming very soon, spotonradios.com. Go there for DraftKings as well. And uh, you're going to get a lot of information coming up. Trust me. You're going to like it. Sorry, JT.
0: It's okay. It's quite all right. And um All I have to say is this, um, tune in next week at this time. You know what? I'm going to give Victor a, a shot before I I, I I close this show out. Victor, is there anything you want to say before uh, um, uh, I, I, we close this for, for today?
1: Yeah. Um, ladies and gentlemen, I want to let you know that Vic Gardner is a very, very intelligent young man. And come Tuesday oh evening, Jerry Taylor oh will be giving him a uh, hundred oh, bucks, oh, whatever. And after September 13th, after the Redskins defeat the Miami Dolphins, we'll be getting an additional two hundred dollars from JT. And if you guys want to compete against myself or JT, very absolutely simple, send us an email at yep. either email address, which is fantasy sports and politics at spotonradios.com or Master plan and cruise show at spyonradios.com. Those are our mail email addresses that you can reach us at. If you just drop us a line, we'll be more than happy to get back to you and let you know what uh, leads or information we have available for you. And by all means, flood those email uh, addresses with questions for your fantasy. That way, we can address them on the show the next time we have a show. It's easy peasy lemon squeezy.
0: Oh, oh boy! Okay. Uh, well, I, like I said, I want to thank everyone for listening, uh, and especially those who catch us on the archives. Um, please keep listening. We always like to um, know that uh, you you care about what we're saying here. Um, and and before I leave out of here, I just want to say this: eighteen years ago today, nineteen ninety-seven. I don't know. Victor probably doesn't know this, but I I, I just got a notice on this. Mike Tyson fought Evander Evander Holyfield and bites his ear off in a boxing match. 18, uh, excuse me, 18 years ago today, that happened. So I'm going to take a bite out of Vic on Tuesday when (laughs) when Germany scores 3-1 over the uh, um, U.S., Oh, that's all I got to wait, say?
1: Wait, wait, wait. I'm going to clarify something. Let me clarify something before you hit that button. Penalty kicks don't equal a win for you. Penalty kick equals wins for me because they ended regulation at a tied score. Just to let you well, know.
0: I, I never said anything about thinking about penalty okay. kicks. I'm saying they're I, going to win 2-1. to one. I mean, they're going to win two by two goals. They're going to win by two, two goals. goals okay. Two goals. Okay? okay. So – it has nothing to do with penalty kick. So, you know, do just just back up. Let me finish this show so we can get the hell out of here. How's that? All
1: right, brother.
0: Thank you very much. I appreciate it, young man. Got exactly. gotta put these young guys. Gotta put these young guys in place sometimes, but that's okay. That's that's just for another for another program. Anyway, like I said, tune in <laughs> tune in next week where I will be talking about. Who knows we'll be talking about our matches let me put it that way we'll talk about the match uh the u.s and and uh, uh um i think they'll be going to be playing the championship match on the fifth which is this, which is the next day next time i'm on the air uh so tune in next week same time same place i'll be here maybe victor will uh get per- another permission slip from his wife and he can be on here again
1: really <laughs> really <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh, we you can hear both of us go back and forth like we do on saturday at one o'clock eastern standard time on the victor show which is the fsp or this show 10 a.m eastern standard time the master plan that being said uh enjoy the rest of the weekend and um we are out of here as we speak
1: for baby, today's the day, this is what we strive for baby, let's go, it's find-